and welcome back to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Belle. And I'm Miley. And today we're going to be talking about the Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah, Georgia. I have been to Savannah before. I have been to this exact cemetery. Oh, yes. I always forget. Because I made my husband go there on our honeymoon. Right. Yeah, I completely forgot that this is this is the cemetery that you've talked about before. Yeah. That you went to on your honeymoon. We went to, I mean, we did the basic stuff. We went to like Disney World and Universal and everything. But then on the <laughs> way home, I was like, Dustin, we should stop in Savannah. I'm sure to him, he was thinking like, oh, Belle wants to see like the fountain and the park, <laughs> Forrest Gump, because Forrest Gump's like my favorite movie. I was like, no, I want to go to a cemetery. <laughs> in classic... Bell style, honestly. Yeah, I really just wanted to go. <laughs> he probably to this wasn't cemetery. even surprised. He was probably like, "Yeah, not. this is what I'm married." <laughs> yeah, we had already been together for a few years by that point. He's probably like, "Yeah, of course you want to go to a cemetery." <laughs> so I did actually get to see some of the gravestones that we're going to be talking about, Yay. and like walk through some of the haunted locations and everything. That's and exciting. it was when I knew it was haunted, which was. But we went in like the middle of the day, and oh my god, it was so. Ew. It was so hot that day. I thought I was going to die. I'm not, I can't handle, I sweat a lot. I do. And I can't handle oh, I heat too. like that. The, oh my God. You know what I just realized again? This episode's going to be airing, we're recording on a Monday and it's going to be airing next Monday, which is the week of my anniversary, oh. which would be like the five year anniversary of us going. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Did you take any pictures of the cemetery? I did. I just have to find them. Oh, cool. No pressure or anything. We're all just waiting for you to post pictures. Mm. <laughs> I'll just have to find them. I also turned 25 this past week. Disgusting. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Kind of. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Everybody, go wish Belle a happy <laughs> birthday <laughs> on all social media platforms. Yeah. I turned 25. I'm half. Well, probably halfway through with my life. No, no oh, I'm kidding. Man. This is taking a dark turn for a dark episode because we're talking <laughs> about a cemetery. All right, here we go. I'm ready. As usual, we'll kick off with some of the history to this famous cemetery. Um, so what we now know as the Bonaventure Cemetery started out as a 600-acre plantation. So, pretty common in Georgia, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Plantations everywhere. It's an insane amount of plantations, yeah. like every turn. But the plantation did have a private cemetery, which, from what I found, is not uncommon because people have been dying since they started being born. So, <laughs> um, sadly, most of these cemeteries are unmarked graves of slaves. Oh, because they were. I mean. They're slaves, so they were forced yeah. to work on the land. They died right. there, and they didn't really get a proper burial. That is so. so sad. I hate that. The plantation was founded in 1762 by Colonel John Mulry, or Mulney, Mulr, Mulney. <laughs> Me and pronouncing things is a downfall. <laughs> I even look it up, still pronounce it wrong. <laughs> Throughout time, it was passed through the family after deaths and just through generations. On January 7th, 1771, lots of love sevens. The original <laughs> house was destroyed by a fire during a dinner party. Ooh, this yeah. sounds like a good somebody write a movie or so a that, book. This could funny thing you say that. This could be true or all made up by the John Burndit 
in his book, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. <laughs> wow. Which was written in 1994. Uh, I'll talk more on that and the dinner party in the book and the movie. Okay, great, because I'm excited to hear more. Um, but the original house was replaced and time went on. Uh, in 1779, it was used as a hospital during the Siege of Savannah, which was part of the Revolutionary War. Um, so even more death on this uh, land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it gets worse. In 1802, oh, Harriet Tat- Tatnell, uh, whose husband owned the land, was buried next to her five children who died in infancy. Did, oh, did she only have five kids and they all died in infancy? She had eight. I believe five, five of them died of in infancy, eight? and two to, two of them died when they were children. So she only had like one, one that, that survived. Yeah, he, I think he lived in like into his thirties. That's horrible. Yeah, I could be wrong. Honestly, I've done like I was doing research for this one, and then research for another one that was kind of like this. So I could have gotten him confused, but I'm almost positive she had like eight kids, and a ton of them died when they were very young. Yeah. Um, so she was buried right next to the house and all five of her children were too. So they're also buried on this land. In 1804, the house burned down again. <laughs> Are these coincidences? Or? I don't even know. <laughs> this boy, so I it's like some, somebody has something against this land or the house. I don't yeah. know. After being sold, passed around in different families and then more people dying on the land yeah uh part of the plantation was turned into a public cemetery (laughs) okay so the people were like all right guys there has been so much death we might as well just turn it turn it on to a cemetery all these randos are buried here anyway (laughs) so it's only money out of it so on june 12th 1868 evergreen cemetery company was formed and bought the property in 1876 author john muir actually stayed at the cemetery and slept on the graves. Let's do it. I'm just kidding. I feel like that would be not offensive, but... I've played tag in cemeteries before, Mm. and that somehow felt offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We tried not to run over the bodies, but it's a cemetery. Yeah. So naturally. Seems like it would be kind of hard not to. But honestly, I think that people have such a weird relationship with cemeteries already. So many people walk around cemeteries. That will forever be strange and bizarre to me. Yeah. It's mostly places where there's not, where there, where there probably aren't very many other places to walk, though. I've almost hit so many people with my car <laughs> who are walking in cemeteries. It's concerning, if I'm being honest. Because those roads are so small. They are. They're very narrow. Oh, gosh. And sometimes they don't know that you're driving behind them. I mean... And they just keep walking. (laughs) What are you supposed to do? And sometimes they look at you like you're doing something (laughs) wrong. And I'm like... like, Maybe I'm visiting the grave of my great-great-grandparents. And you're just walking around for exercise. Rude. It's really in the wrong here. We've never uh, visited a relative's grave together, but Mm. we could have been. They don't know. I don't go to any of my relative's graves. I don't either. They're dead, and so I don't really see why I need yeah. to remember that by going to the place that we put their dead body. Yeah, I'd rather just look at pictures, honestly. Exactly. Think about fond memories. I don't, yeah, I'm not going to visit their graves. Sorry. But 
John Muir wrote a book. He wrote about this in his book, Thousand Mile Walk, in the chapter titled Camping in the Tombs. If you guys want to read it, it's very long or else I would read it on the podcast. (laughs) It's very long. Uh, So in 1872, the owner of the property died and he was buried next to his family in Section B, Lot 3 of the cemetery. Yep. After his death, the city of Savannah bought the land for $30,000 on my birthday, July 7th, 1907. Yeah. Go me. Uh, Four members of the Tansnow family are buried on the land in section E, lot one. Their gravestones are obviously incredibly old. Yeah. So there are multiple famous people buried there as well. I've never heard of any of them, (laughs) but I just may be wildly uncultured. I'll post the list on Instagram, probably in our stories. If you guys have heard of any of them and want to call us uncultured, uh, do it. I don't want to. I dare you. I don't want (laughs) to know, but you can do it. But honestly, I didn't know who any of them were. Do you have any oh, of their names? Except one. No. Except one. And I'll talk about him later, actually. Um, and he's the only one that I knew of. And it's only because of a song that he wrote for a movie that I like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so now on to why you're really here, The Hauntings. Yeah. I'm going to start with the one that I, I did get to see and have pictures of that I'm really going to try mm. to find. Uh, the Grave of Little Gracie Watson. Oh, I don't like this already. It's said to be very haunted. The gravestone alone is rather sad. And I don't want to say creepy because I feel like that's rude. It's very ominous. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Gracie was only six years old in 1889 when she got pneumonia and passed away. Her father, W.J. Watson, had a statue erected in her memory by sculptor John Walls. And is said to have it's said to be life sized. Oh, which is so sad. It is. Not long after her death, her parents moved back to New England and were buried there. So heartbreakingly, Gracie is buried in Savannah alone. Oh no! It's said that you can hear a female crying near her gravesite, and at times it looks like tears or blood are coming from the eyes of the statue. <laughs> I'm so sad. And honestly, why do I literally have tears in my eyes? Pull up. A I'm not pic- even a crier. It, the it is because the little girl, honestly, even in statue form, is so cute, <gasps> and it's really, it's really so sad. No, I hate it. So in Johnson Square, which is where it's also in Savannah, which is where the hotel her father once managed is located, it's said that you can see a little girl playing in a white dress. Um, the grave site has an iron fence around it to just protect the land and everything. Yeah. And people often leave gifts there for little Gracie. Mm. She is buried in section E, uh, lot 98. And the groundskeepers really don't care if you leave gifts like toys and stuff around her gravestone yeah. at all. Um, and it's actually said that like you'll hear a woman crying or you'll see the tears in the eyes when people try and take the gifts. So, yeah. What do people, what happens to the gifts? Most, of the, I mean, most of the time, if they get super old and ratty, they have to throw them away. Right. Okay. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, the groundskeepers just, just leave them there. Oh, yeah. How it's sweet. really sad. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll post pictures of all these gravestones that I talk about on our Instagram and everything. Um, another creepy feature located in the cemetery is that dinner party I previously mentioned. Ooh, ooh, we Seems love a good party. to have not ended. Oh. Uh, after the first house burned down during the party, it's said that the party has yet to stop. And in parts of the cemetery, you can steer, like still hear like glasses clinking, people talking, like socializing, like as if you're in a party. Did all did any or all of these people die? I think almost all of them died. So I couldn't oh. find where this is like proven history that this really happened. But for the most part, I'm almost positive that it did. And people still hear. Yeah. Like, I don't remember exactly what one page called it. It was like a paranormal page and it was like residual energy. Mm-hmm. So like where these people died in an act. Right. They're ghosts just continued in that because they had like a terrible death and so yeah yeah i don't know it's kind of cool though i guess if i was gonna die i'd be okay dying partying i guess yeah not actually party no not like a rager <laughs> but one of those like classy parties yeah like champagne i guess and nice dresses. dresses yeah, yeah. That seems that seems nice I agree. I wouldn't want to die at a rager either. <laughs> I don't go to ragers. Yeah. Obviously, I have two kids and... Um, it's uh, what time and we're just sitting recording this podcast. We're not partiers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many ragers they even have in the state of West Virginia unless you're in Morgantown. Yeah. And even there, I was there. I still didn't really go to any. <laughs> um, so another strange occurrence... Some might even call this a stranger occurrence. <laughs> is that the cemetery is haunted by a pack of dogs? <laughs> no one has what? ever seen the animals, but they can be heard growling and barking and even chasing people through the grounds. Do you want to know what I first thought of when I heard this? Is hellhounds. Have you ever heard of hellhounds? That sounds familiar, but I don't okay, remember well, what it is. People talk about it in like supernatural and stuff, but it's been around. Far longer than that. Hellhounds are like a pack of dogs, like sat- like Satan's dogs. Oh. So oh, there's oh. some from the myths and stuff that I've read, different people say different things. In Greek mythology, Hades has Cerberus, which is a three-headed dog. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, at least in the things that I've read, believe that hellhounds kind of come from that. So it's like uh, Hades dogs bringing people to hell. Oh, fun. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. I feel like I, I would be more freaked out about that than what I would hearing about, like hearing or seeing these other things. I would like, be I wouldn't, terrified I'd be afraid, to be chased by an invisible I, dog. I would be afraid it was like a coyote. We have yeah. coyotes everywhere around here and those things are vicious. We they, had coyotes once. Well, we think we did. <gasps> yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. We were- I really think that we did. Yeah. Isn't that when you built a fire and we came up with the, the podcast <laughs> and that, we heard coyotes? Again, somewhat makes me sound like a witch, but <laughs> at this point, what it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that is when we heard them because we decided to do that at like two o'clock in the morning. Just like everything else that we yeah, do. Yeah, seriously. So there are also various statues that seem to play 
with the cemetery's visitors, which is terrifying. <laughs> There's an angel that changes facial expressions when you look at her. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it makes me think of uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah those yeah. angels are freaking <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> Oh my god. Your sister made me one of those. Yes, I still have it. Yeah. Um at the Corinne Elliott Lawton monument, it's said that you can see the statue smiling at times. Um and the words on her because she's a big statue and she's mm -hmm. like kneeling down across these steps. Mm -hmm. The words on it are alert to the brighter word, alert to brighter words, and led the way. And from what I could find out, Corinne committed suicide. And oh. so a lot of people believe that this is like a call to that because it says alert to brighter worlds and led the way. Huh. Yeah, not words, like I said the first time. Allured to brighter worlds and led the way. And yeah, she committed suicide. That's a little concerning. It's creepy, is what it is. Yeah. It just, that was one that I was like, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, this cemetery also. This is what I'm going to talk about. I'm pretty sure this person was is buried here. The cemetery inspired the song Moon River, which is written for the film Breakfast at Tiffany's. <gasps> oh. Yes. The Moon River. Da, na, na, na. Yeah. That one? Yeah. Uh, it is also the main inspiration for the book Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, which I had previously mentioned. Yeah. And that movie came out in 1997. And it stars... And the fact that I didn't know that this was about the cemetery, it starts with my favorite actors, John Cusack, whom uh, I love. So on the cover of the book, you can see Little Wendy, or better known as the Bird Girl, which is another statue that was located in the, in the cemetery until 1997 when the movie was released, because they were scared it was going to get like defaced or stolen yeah, or something like that. right. So then it was taken to the Telfair Museum. In 2014, it was moved once again and now rests in the Jepson Center for art, the Arts, which is still a part of the Telfair Museum. Um, still in Georgia, I'm assuming? Yeah, all, okay. it's still in Georgia. Cool. You can actually see from, I think, the road, you can see the back of the bird girl. Oh. And that statue's Wait. pretty weird. Wait, so this is like a statue, like a so was, memorial okay. for somebody? N no okay. strangely <laughs> enough someone commissioned to have three set three different statues built on the bonaventure like grounds okay before um, it became no while it was a cemetery oh, okay. all right um hey i mean use your money how you want to i guess that's a weird way to use it they probably were cemetery walkers yeah probably they were like you know what look good there a statue while i'm getting exercise yeah, so they they had them all built there, mm -hmm. and then once the movie came out, right, they had to move it. Yeah, because the originally the person who came that he came to the cemetery because this book is based off of the Bonaventure Cemetery, like the architecture, the way the trees. I mean, because it really is an incredibly beautiful place mm -hmm. that just happens to be where dead people live. <laughs> um, 
the person came for like a week to Savannah and literally would walk through the cemetery and take different pictures and stuff like that. And when they chose the bird girl or the family who built it, called it Little Wendy. Um, I think someone said that it was like the most ominous book cover that they've ever seen. So, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So if you're ever in Savannah, I do recommend checking out the Bonaventure. Their visiting hours are between eight and five. You can also do a walking tours and Segway tours, which I think is weird. Yeah, uh, just is to put that weird. out there. <laughs> I, I, I would work, rather go su- support Appalachia, man. Support the business. <laughs> Segway tours through a cemetery, though. I feel like we're we're breaching a line here. <laughs> if I'm gonna rent a Segway, it's gonna be for history. I mean, I guess some of that is history, but it's not gonna be to go see gravestones. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just it's, it's not gonna happen personally. Yeah, I. I don't vibe with that. Uh, you can also check out their Facebook page for a short film about the cemetery and its history. Yeah. But honestly, I went there and well, Savannah already is beautiful. And if you're in Savannah, mm-hmm. lucky you because that's a beautiful place. Uh, but truly, when I say that the cemetery is one of the prettiest places I've ever been, it really is. Oh, wow. Like the, tr- the way that the trees fall in there and just everything about it. It's very ominous. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And it's got a creepy feel to it because you are in a cemetery. <laughs> yeah. And there, and this isn't like a country cemetery. This mm-hmm. is like crazy statues everywhere. Like yeah, above ground, yeah, yeah. like the little mausoleums and stuff right. like that. And it's. It's really very beautiful. Even Dustin said that it was, even though I made him go to cemetery and it was like 90 degrees outside and the humidity could have melted your skin off. Yeah. So I feel like we kind of talked about it a little bit. What are your feelings on cemeteries? Like you are not really freaked out about them. You really are freaked out about them. I feel like you're kind of on the more freaked out side. I, Okay. So I know that it doesn't fully make sense if someone died for them to go to a cemetery because that's not where they died. That's where their bodies Mm -hmm. laid to rest. But I think that people need to have a certain respect for cemeteries. Obviously, I did not at one point because I played like hide and go seek and tag in them. Um, uh, I think don't not, <laughs> don't follow the footsteps of Bill. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to have a certain respect for a cemetery. Yeah, I mean, if you want to walk around a cemetery, whatever, do what you want. People apparently do it all the time. Maybe it's the mindset, you know. And also, I think I mean a part of me thinks it's cool that people walk around cemeteries because you're kind of just like visiting dead people. <laughs> and if they are there, I would like for someone to just walk around. Yeah, I think that would be cool. So, yeah, I feel like I border on being a little freaked out by cemeteries. But overall, I just respect yeah. respect the dead. I think. And I let think them stay good. dead. Don't play with Ouija boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, really. And also, I feel like it's a respect thing for the relatives who are living, too. Because uh, I, oh, mean, yeah. I don't think I would want. I mean, I don't think I would want somebody just running or walking all over the grave of a relative. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. My dad's buried right beside of a Chick Fil A. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He is. Whenever we go to the Chick Fil A, we can see where my dad, oh, my grandmother, no. and my grandpa is buried. He's buried right on the freaking main road. 
Um, so yeah, that's cool. Every time I drive by, I'm like, hey, dad. And Dustin's like, it's so weird. Every time you do it, I hate it. I shouldn't be laughing. That's so morbid. <laughs> but I can't help it. If he is there, it would be rude if we just drove by. That's true. Better to be... We honk at my mom's house every time we drive by there. She's alive. (laughs) Mom's not dead. Thank God. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, boy. What do you think about cemeteries, Miley? Uh, Yeah, I think I agree. I've never really been freaked out by cemeteries. Like you said, I just always want to have respect for anybody for any reason, I'm sure under the right circumstance, I would be freaked out by a cemetery. Yeah. I, we've talked about it. I don't get freaked out about a lot of things, really. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to be in the middle of a cemetery, like, at night. But yeah. I also don't really want to be anywhere where there aren't a lot of lights at night. I just don't Yeah, really I also like don't want to be in, like, the middle of the field at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't think it has anything to do with cemeteries, really. Just the dark. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, like I said, if you're ever in Savannah... Go to the Bonaventure Cemetery. You might see us there. Yeah, you never know. On a Segway. <laughs> no, probably not. No, definitely not. <laughs> Maybe driving. If Belle is driving, please get out of the way. Clear the way. <laughs> Don't get ran it, Yeah, over. if I'm in my car and you see me there, <laughs> just step aside. Run. <laughs> I try. I actively. I mean, but it's either hit living people or hit gravestones. And I'd rather hit the living people than the gravestones. Gravestones are expensive. Do you want to get arrested for vehicular manslaughter? Are they going to die? You can only go like five miles per hour in a cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I wouldn't want that either. Just for everybody's safety, get out of the way if you see Belle driving toward you. Those roads are so small. (laughs) Yeah, they are. Well, make sure that you follow us on Instagram. To see these pictures that I'm going to try really hard to find. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, at AM and Pod. Follow us on Twitter at AM and Pod 1. Like us on Facebook at Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Subscribe to our, our YouTube channel. Yes. Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries with the and symbol and not the word and. And it might take a few tries for you to find it, but. It's out there, so go subscribe. We're there. And follow us on TikTok. At Amen Pod. We'll post yep. on Monday. I'm trying to gather the courage to make one. Yeah. It's a process, but we're getting there. Slowly but surely. And also, July 23rd, Never Ending Propaganda comes out with their EP. Yes. Make sure you go follow them on Instagram. Yep. We're very excited for that. Yep. Friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. <laughs> we finally have friends of the pod. Yeah, Next friends right. of the pod is going to be the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> I'm manifesting it now. We have a, a manifestation journal that we're going to start writing it on every page. We're going to pull a Sean Mendez. <laughs> yeah. And just... Yeah. Watch that documentary and you'll understand. Don't watch that documentary. It's yeah, awful. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean Mendez. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, that was another episode. (laughs) Bye, guys.